0: Hey, Carmel.
1: Hey, David.
0: Can you believe 2020 is finally over?
1: I cannot believe it.
0: Well, I mean, I know that a lot of people are gonna say that they're glad that it's over and it's been the worst year, but have you really done the reflection to see how good or bad the the year truly was?
1: I have done that reflection. I reflect constantly, (laughs) probably too much.
0: Well, let's, let's deep, deep dive into it for yourself, and then and I'll, do, I'll do one for myself as well, and see if that's something that the listeners can also do for themselves as we close out 2020 and look forward to 2021. Let's, let's do it. Let's check it out. Welcome to the Peeling Layers podcast. I'm David Hilario.
1: And I'm Carmel Verdell.
0: And we're glad that you can join us today. So today's episode is more of a reflection of how the year 2020 has been and then possible ways that we can look forward to 2021. So Carmel, I know we talked a little bit about how you planned or you've had some time to reflect on how your 2020 has been. And I know earlier you showed me... Mm -hmm. your graphic there. Can you show me again what, what that sure.
1: looks like? So to everyone listening, every year, either like late December or early January, I have a whole goals setting session for my life. Um, and so that's what David's mentioning. I, I have it on the fridge all year. So when he asked if I've reflected on 2020, I'm constantly reflecting because I'm looking at what I said I would do, what I have done, what I haven't done and what I plan to do.
0: So I'm curious, based off of the, um, your diagram there, how has it been? How has 2020 been for you?
1: So I have had to cross out. Well, I haven't had to, I've shifted my goals. I normally don't cross things out, but this year I have had to cross a few things out. Um, I had some vacation goals that obviously got canceled. Um, I set some fitness goals that ended up not being the right goals. So I changed them. So some of those were adjusted. And then I actually changed my, um, and and there's some other stuff too. I think we'll probably get into it, but a lot of things changed, but a lot of things have check marks next to them as well.
0: Cool. Uh, One thing that I thought was interesting is that you had vacation goals. Do you, do you get any odd responses when you tell people that you have vacation goals?
1: I think other maybe more, um, what would the word be, more casual type people probably wouldn't like have those on their goals list, but um, I'm extremely goal oriented and I just like to have a plan and a to-do list and a goal and all that. So I kind of put like everything that I want to happen in my life almost as part of my goals, if it's really important.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Well, and so just curious, I know you weren't able to travel too much this year. What were your goals uh, for travel?
1: I had one big vacation plan vacation. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of like traveling little, what I consider little going to see, you know, my sister in Arizona, taking the kids to see their family and stuff. I don't really put that on there. Cause that's more like everyday run of the mill stuff. But I was supposed to go to the Caribbean for a week, no kids, um, just oh. chill. And that was at the end of April, so uh, obviously that oh. got canceled.
0: Sorry, my reactions are probably not helping.
1: No, it's um, fine. Console
0: I... you for that.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, that's cool. That makes sense. That that it's a it's a big goal because it's kind of a it's not a common. Um, uh, place that you would go so hopefully next year or sometime soon you'd be able to achieve that goal or have new ones when it comes to vacation
1: yeah what about you David what do you how do you reflect or do you set goals or I know you're a little more maybe spontaneous probably than I am but how do you go about that
0: yeah I am um, you know honestly when I the month before I left my job to, to do my whole own business type of thing, I ended up writing certain goals for like the first three months. Mm-hmm. And this was all on just uh, some post-it paper and just walk through, um, you know, what I'm going to do and, and w- what accomplishments I need to make. And so it's, you know, looking back on it, I didn't put it on the refrigerator or anything like that. So I didn't, I didn't have it always in my face. But four months in, to this new adventure. Um, I looked at the last, the, my first three months and I think I've hit you know most of the goals. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was, uh, there are certain milestones like posting a podcast or yeah. posting a blog or setting up a website mm-hmm. um, and then literally buying an iPhone. Like all those things were part of the goals. and um, And a lot of the other things too that were there were you know, reaching out to certain people, asking, asking for advice or um, doing some research about certain things. So, um, I am pretty spontaneous and I thought that without um, a structure getting into this new business, I was going to fail miserably um, yeah. because of either the perceived um, measures or goals that I didn't reach Mm -hmm. And then the real ones. Right. So I think and I think this is a really great reason why I wanted to talk about, you know, uh, reflecting because we all have different styles, number one. And number two, where I feel like we have a lot uh, as a society where we have where we run into a lot of problems is we are so hard on ourselves because we know that what we're doing isn't the right way. But we haven't really clearly defined what the goal is for it to actually be the, the, to be the right way, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think, th- you know, being able to put some structure in how you reflect and, and what you're looking forward to, rather than just saying, yeah, 2020 was a shitty year because everybody had a shitty year. Yeah. Like, sure, I, I, obviously a pandemic is, is horrible and people have lost their, their, their livelihoods and their, their loved ones. And, and things like that, and you know, I want to be sensitive to that. I also want to make sure that uh, people are judging the year or just reflecting on things for their own sake rather than what they perceive people will will be saying why it's bad or or good. I don't know if that made sense.
1: Yeah, I think that does make sense. I mean, with social media, and I'm sorry, everyone, if you can hear that noise, I have a bird (laughs) that... (laughs) And it's around this time every day that he comes and tries to get through my window and flies into the window constantly for about an hour. So I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Did Um, not hear it, but...
1: Okay, good. (laughs) On conference calls, people can hear it and they're like, what is that? So anyhow, um, you mentioned a lot about, I think, really how do we evaluate what we've done and what are the markers of success and are they the right markers or are we looking at everyone else? And I have to say, I am... Now I'm on social media a lot because of the business, because of the every person and kind of launching that and engaging in, you know, all the different things you do when you're trying to run a business and start something new. So I'm on it constantly. Um, and I was on before too, right? For personal, just seeing whatever everyone's up to. And I, it is really hard not to compare yourself to others um, to right. say like, oh, they took the perfect Christmas photo or... Um, look at that. You know, I just did it. I was looking at a friend of mine from college. Um, and I'm like, damn, did he buy that house? That's friggin' mansion. How did he pull that (laughs) off? (laughs) Um, so we all do it. And then I kind of, I actually have to like legitimately check myself and be like, okay, well, I live in this city and he lives in that city and it's different. And also it doesn't matter. Like, but it is hard. It's hard for all of us. So I think that's a great point, David.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so I think um, for us to, so I guess, you know, to further on that point is what does that actually look like? How do we make sure that we put some structure or um, definition to the goals and um, how we measure ourselves? And so, you know, just a quick Google search will be able to give you a number of different um, lists of questions that you can reflect on and just see how how you've done and measure it for yourself tangibly, rather than just saying, how was the year for you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanna put this into practice and I know we have uh, 20 questions here, Carmel, and um, I don't know if we need to go through all of them, but I think here's, here's what we can do. And then I'm just gonna share this so you can see it. Here's what we're gonna do. Of these twenty questions,
2: mm-hmm.
0: let's you and me pick uh, pick a number between one and twenty, and then we'll whatever numbers you, without like don't don't look at it.
1: Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, I'm just giving you an example of it. But um, okay. we can we can of those of those five numbers you pick and of the five numbers I pick, we'll go through ten questions each and then I'll ask the questions of you and you can ask the questions of me okay. and uh, we'll kind of reflect tangibly about how our um, our year has been. And so just for, for context here, I'm pulling uh, the 20 enjoyable end of year review questions from Psychology Today, and I'll include this on our um, details from our podcast. Okay. Um, this was written in 2018, but of course, it doesn't matter what year i think it's, it's applicable so <clears throat> um Carmel, let's go ahead and start with uh you what's what's your first pick a number pick five numbers between 1 and 20.
1: 4 7 mm-hmm. 11 14 and 20.
0: 14 and 20. okay
1: okay are you gonna do
0: the same thing and i will yeah, I will pick two. Uh, Eighteen. I'm all over the place.
1: Uh, I went in 15. order. Fifteen.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm more spontaneous.
1: That's yeah, why I'm all
0: over the place. <laughs> We've established that. Uh, five. Okay. And I don't know. Twelve. Okay. All right, let me see if I can write this down. It looks like the questions are two, four, five, seven, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen, 11, 12, 14, 15, 18, and 20. Is that right? Yep. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Okay. All right. So are you ready, Carmel?
1: I'm ready. I've been ready.
0: Okay. Let's do yeah. it. I mean, you've got your your whole um, graphic there and everything. So something you can reflect on. So, um, let's go here. So question two, what was one of the biggest pleasant surprises you experienced during the year? For instance, you were able to pick up a skill that you doubted your ability to master, you were dreading going to a conference, but it was really good, or you were sad when your boss left for a new job, but the replacement turned out to be great.
1: You're asking me or I'm asking you? Uh, I'm asking you. Okay. Pleasant surprise that I experienced during the year. Is it just you or does it feel like there was like pre what happened, pre-COVID and after? But I guess I'll try to think of 2020 as a whole.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, just go with it. Just go with it.
1: You know, one pleasant surprise. So I went. It. Now I'm getting, yes, this year. At the very beginning of 2020, it's hard to believe, I was on maternity leave. I went back actually right after this break, I think. I started on like the fourth or the sixth or something like that. What
0: break? And what? What, right after what break?
1: Like the holiday break. Winter
0: break? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so early 2020, got it.
1: Very early 2020, yeah. And when I got back to work, um, I discovered that they eliminated my position So the position that I had before I left on leave, which I kind of somewhat knew was going to happen because they didn't backfill me when I was out. So that's generally not, can be not a great sign. Anyway, so having worked in the corporate environment for many years, I have learned to be flexible and I was open to whatever position that they were going to give me, knowing that if I didn't like it, I would move on to something else because I'm great at that. <laughs> um, so they, so I got a brand new position. I was um, managing a uh, rental department within a fleet organization and I loved it. It was a part of the business that I didn't know anything about and it was leveraging skills that I had. And at the same time I learned about a lot of new things and I genuinely really loved my job. Um, so that was a really pleasant surprise. Um, the guy I worked for was awesome. The team I had was great. Um, and I learned a lot in, I think, a short period of time. And you know, being told what your job's going to be is a strange, very strange position to be in. And um, it was a pleasant outcome. Um, I didn't end up staying in that role very, very long. But um, when I was there, I really liked it.
0: Cool. <clears throat> That's good. I'm, I'm happy that you had that experience and it turned out a lot better than, than you thought it would be.
1: Yeah, I've been in worse positions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think, in in terms of order, it's probably better that I just answer my part too as we go through the questions because it's the same questions, right? Will that work? You're going
1: to answer the same question. We're going to, I don't yeah. think we're going to have time for that. We're going to both answer 10 questions. Yeah. Okay, go. We got it. Okay, we go. got it.
0: All right, the biggest pleasant surprise for me, I mean, I think a lot of these things go back. I mean it's been an entire year. I've only been doing my business for the last quarter of the year,
2: mm-hmm. but a
0: lot of the insights that i've that I've had led me to to my decision and one of the pleasant surprises I've had this year, I think early on when I started when I first started or let people know that I was um, pursuing my own business was just hearing the feedback from people um, about w- w- why they thought I would be good at at this business, right? Mm-hmm. So, what was interesting to me was I spent so much time thinking about: Am I ready for this? Can I go on my own? Do do I have the planning, the skills, and, and things like that? And I still don't know if that's true, mm-hmm. right? But it's really good to hear. From people like I was really touched by my brother who said something to me and you know he t- he told me that you know you're you're always looking to to do something different you're very unique and um, you just you just continue to put yourself out there and I think that's going to help you um, so just sometimes taking a step back and, and hearing some of the feedback and, and and applying it to yourself that's that was a really big surprise
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, Because I'm like most people, right? We're self-conscious in every decision that we make and we don't know how it's going to land. And um, sometimes, most times we don't hear how it's going to land. Mm -hmm. And so it's good to hear that, you know, how you're intending to to show up and what your brand looks like is actually being reflected to the people around you. And so that was a big pleasant surprise for
1: me. Nice. Good.
0: Yeah, cool. All right. So I don't know if you want to read this.
1: All right. Next what was your question. favorite purchase of the year, and why? Uh, you go first. Purchase.
0: What was my favorite purchase of the year, mm-hmm. and why? Um, man, mm-hmm. I feel bad for saying this.
1: Um, <laughs> the PS Five,
0: but. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm going to say it's, it's the iPhone, um, oh, you know, David. I, yeah, I know, I know, well, I'll, I'll tell you the reason why, like, you know, obviously it's helpful because now I'm, I'm connected to World. modern society yeah. <laughs> and everything, um, but I will tell you, like, I had issues with this, the, with the computer that I'm on actually right now, and I had a meeting that I had to go to um in like 15 minutes and I and anything I could do the computer was not connecting to the to the internet and if it wasn't for the phone that I had I wasn't able to I wouldn't be able to connect on zoom um and it was it was a kind of a serious thing it was you know for my business to be able to contract with folks and just the uh, opportunity and ability to have that flexibility Mm um and, and use that and, and it, it just came in clutch. So that, I mean, yeah, that, that was my purchase. So nice. what about you?
1: So I made an investment in, I don't buy a lot of things. Like no, I buy nothing. All my clothes are super old. Um, half of them are like hand-me-downs for my sister. And then I have another sister. So one sister will hand me down things to me and then I'll hand it down to my other sister and then she'll give it back <laughs> to me. It's so bad. <laughs> So I don't really buy a lot, but I did spend, so I have a resume business and really all I needed for that was I bought a computer and then my business was launched. Um, but we started the every person um, and I, I made some purchases as investments in my business. Um, and that was new for me. I bought, had to buy a camera and a tripod and microphones and I bought a, some training about how to do a new part of my business that I didn't know how to do. So I spent a good deal of money investing in that. And, um, that was a bit new for me. And, um, and it's a little bit of a different feeling, right? Like with my resume business, I'm like, well, if I don't write any resumes, I'm still not negative. And now I'm like, right. yikes, I actually have <laughs> to sell something, which I know I can do, but you know, it puts the pressure on in a different way. Um, So those, those were probably my favorite purchases because they have allowed me just like you to, um, have a different, I guess, flexibility and comfort in doing something new.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in it now, right? You put the money in, like you said, you're invested in it. So yeah, that's cool. All right. So I'm going to switch off and read this question to you. What was a new habit or routine you created this year that has improved your efficiency at home or work? This can be really small. For example, I got into a good habit of charging my laptop at night mm-hmm. and every time I go out so that whenever I'm using it, I don't need to be attached to the cord.
1: That's nice. Um, for me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's way too big of a, that's way too smart. I can't, that's <laughs> That's not
0: great. That's too deep.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, so until COVID, I was like, I was the person who did not want to work out at home. Like, I like going to the gym. I like being around people. I want to go to yoga studio. I want to be out in the world where like people are holding me accountable because they'll see if I give up too soon. And obviously we had to change, right? We were forced to change. And Um, Now I have a routine of working out in the garage and I love it. Like I can go in there, get a great workout in 30 minutes and then just be back in taking care of the kids 30 minutes later, or I can go out and hide for (laughs) as long as I need. So um, that's new for me. And I think has really positively changed my life. And I'm going to be able to carry that through even when we have to go back out into the world at some point. What about you? Cool.
0: Uh, My new habit was, I mean, it's not really habit but um it's a more consistent habit that that I've done so earlier this year we we brought in some COVID rescue some COVID rescue dogs um, and they're a lot older so they're both nine and Mm eleven and one of them goes out on walks with me all the time and so I decided to make a schedule to walk them walk uh, my dog early in the morning and then late in the afternoon um, obviously, it's kind of like pretty simple, but I never really had that structure, even with my previous dogs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what's been helpful now by doing that is it creates that space similar to your time in the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you're you're getting some some sort of uh, activity going, but I, at least for me, I'm getting a little bit more, um, I don't know, peace, peace of mind. Um, and it allows me to kind of go through my thoughts and, and, and things like that. Once, once the dog gets on his routine and starts walking rather than running around and smelling stuff,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: when, when he's like walking, walking, it's, it's, uh, it's been really helpful. So every time I come home, I have an idea that I got to write down and it helps Mm -hmm. like my energy and, and it gets me going. So, uh, that's, that's been really helpful for me. Good. And I've been doing that since. March I think
1: nice and that's I feel like something that you have had to commit to because you do have a backyard so you could easily be like I'm not going to do it but you're committing to it which I think is good obviously it's better yeah 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 I mean
0: my previous dogs they didn't have that much exercise as my current ones do nice
1: all right seven seven what did you ask for help with this year where you're glad you did
0: Super easy, super easy. I would say, and I'm not being cheesy here, but I would say this podcast, Karma. <laughs> um, I'm so glad that you were happy to take over and jump.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this,
0: this it it made it made things a lot easier for me. Um, and I mean, we can banter, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was, I the thing for me was just. Uh, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to do this podcast on my own, but not knowing who to ask, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you came in at the right time and you you committed to it. And I, I'm so glad that we're, what is this? Nine, eight, nine episodes in, so. Yeah.
1: well, that's very nice. It's been so great, um, so thanks. But yeah, you gotta ask, right? Or you never know. Uh, for that's me- right. Um, so at my house, just like David joked that I took over, um, I'm good at doing that at home as well. And before the school year started, I don't know if it was super intentional, but somehow between my husband and I, the decision was made that he would kind of run virtual school. Um, or maybe it happened over time, but instead of doing what I normally do, which is just like get overly involved with everything and take over, um, I really just took a step back and he's patient with the computer and he's patient with my daughter. And, um, even like they have you going to the school every single week to like pick up stuff and drop stuff off. Um, and I was kind of like, that's your thing. Like after he did it once, (laughs) I was like, you do that now I do other stuff. And, you know, normally I would just do it all. And, It's just, and I told him the other day, I'm like, it is a relief to know that, like have this thought that something has to be done and then just let it go because I know you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's been great. Um, I'll have to keep doing that, (laughs) asking for help. (laughs) It's it's nice.
0: (laughs) It's not easy though, right?
1: Uh, it's not. And I think the only reason I'm even successful at this is I just like actually stay far removed from it. Like I, sometimes I'll go out there and they're doing a homework assignment or something. And I'm like, wait, and then I'll start asking questions. Why are you doing it that way? Or you're giving her the answers or, and then I tell myself, no, he's in, he's in charge. Let him be in charge of this. And I kind of back up remove myself.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: That's evolution there. All right. Uh, Let's see. Number 11. What's a goal you gave up on this year and you're glad you did because objectively it wasn't your highest priority. Me again? Yep.
1: So in the beginning of this year, I thought my big business goal was going to be to create an app like where you could schedule your like career aspirations and then it would help create a plan for how you were gonna get there. And um, I looked into it, did a lot of research and the cost to create a good application is like between 10 and $30,000. And then Mm. I thought about it and I learned more about it that most apps fail and you need to have an audience to sell an app and just a lot of details. Um, So I kind of pivoted to something different um, with a lower entry point but also I think something that is going to be so much more beneficial for um, all the people I help with their career stuff. So I'm really excited. It's, you know, we're launching soon, but I think that was a good pivot. Cool. How about you?
0: My goal that I gave up this year is more personal. It was um, learning to play the ukulele. Eh. Um, I was probably a month or two into it and then was like, uh, I don't know. Um,
1: Wait, but why? Because you didn't like it? You weren't enjoying it? What made you? Why do you think that was a good move?
0: Uh, I well, I think because it allowed me to kind of focus on some of the other things that were going on. Yeah. Um, and so, because I, like most people or a lot of people, I get frustrated, right? When I don't get things, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm a quick learner, and I'm if I'm not getting it, then Um, it's frustrating and it's it's stressful and that stuff carries over to other things and so um, you know I I still have it I still have a reminder to do it and and, and things like that but my goal I think this year was to play um, uh, somewhere over the rainbow at our Uh Christmas uh, party Uh uh, with my family because I got the ukulele last year as a secret Santa gift Hmm. Um, but you know, obviously that worked out because, you know, we didn't really have a full Christmas this year. And mm-hmm. um, I, again, like I said, it really helped me focus on the things that I, I, I am continuing to learn and manage my frustrations. I don't, I didn't really, at this time, didn't need another thing to add more frustration and stress to, to what I was working towards. So I think that's worked out for me.
1: Yes. You make such a great point. And to everyone listening, sometimes I'm the worst at this. I like set a goal and then I'll do anything to achieve that goal, like blindly go towards the goal. Um, And of course there's a component that we don't want to quit. Right. But then at the same time, sometimes it is reprioritizing so you can do something else. um, You don't have to do that thing that you came up with. Um, evaluate why, you know, is it serving you? And if it's not, shift. So I think you did a great job, David. And um, I think we could all, we could all benefit from that way of thinking. So nice.
0: Cool. Thank you.
1: All right. 12. What, uh, I'm just going to go. What is a skill you've gained confidence with this year? Your answer could be related to technology, home maintenance, cooking, work, or anything you want.
0: Ooh confidence um (laughs) I would just say golf
1: (laughs) oh god David keeps telling you how good he is at golf I don't know I don't believe him
0: I am not I am not (laughs) but I have more confidence now than I ever had that's the difference (laughs) so um I I think a lot of it uh you know what I'm starting to learn that it's there's there's a lot of things to a swing in golf just mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things in life, right? Um, and if you're at a different mindset, it's not going to come together. Mm-hmm. And once I've once I've managed to understand that, like um, your confidence dictates your performance, dictates your success, and kind of thing. So um, what I've realized is when I'm set up on a ball and I don't, I, I already think that it's not going to go well.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not going to go well. Yeah, And
0: so, you know, being able to manufacture that confidence for me and then be consistent with it has helped me perform better um, on the golf course. But, you know, better is still relative,
1: Mm. right? Well, better is a good start. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: So I would say, so my sister... My parent, my mom has lived in Arizona for a long time. My brother lives there. And then I have a sister that moved there and then my dad moved there too. So now everyone lives in Arizona and where I'm doing this podcast from San Ramon, California, it's about 800 miles away. So something I got gained a lot of confidence on this year is doing the road trip to Arizona with all three of my kids, mm. just me and them. Um, and I like have it down. Like I have this, the whole thing, exactly what I need to do. And it's kind of like clockwork. And at the same time, I really enjoy it. So, um, I really, I'm, I'm proud of it because it's a, I think a badass thing to do drive 800 miles in a day with three crazy kids. Um, but I really like it and it's great because I've been able to see my family, um, A lot of course a lot more i you know i wouldn't be taking my kids on an airplane in new jersey which is where my sister lived before so it's allowed me to have some family interaction too over the past year so it's been great
0: yeah no that's pretty cool i i wanna if i can go deeper with that um what is the value of that confidence that you have for that because i would imagine if you weren't confident so many different consequences would happen in that 800 mile trip, like, I don't know if you can quantify that, but, you know, have you reflected on how much easier or how much less stress you, you have because of that? Or what, what has that confidence done for your, um, ability to make that trip?
1: Well, I think for one, doing that kind of drive, you really want to, you don't want to be in a position of being nervous. Um, it's dangerous right? to be driving is one of the most dangerous things we can do. Um, so I think it makes me feel like I have everything in its place. I'm not doing anything dangerous while I'm driving. I am not doing anything, you know, because I figured it all out where everything needs to go. And, um, so I think just, I, I hate to be corporate about this, but I think it's improved my safe, my ability to do it safely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's nothing corporate about that too, because you've got not just your safety, but the safety of your family, right? So that's super valuable. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number fourteen. What was a goal for this for the year that you followed through on, or partially followed through on?
1: Mm-hmm. So one thing I wanted to do this year was deliver uh, career workshops to people outside of the company that I work in during my day job and I did that I did one with under my old not my old under my resume business 360 resumes and careers and then I launched a new business to every person and we delivered a workshop to um, in partnership with the nonprofit, um, and there were about 40 attendees so that was so cool um, a big thing to do when you're with a brand new business within 30 days um, having a signed paid contract and being able to do something that I love to do, which is talk to people about their careers, so um, it was it was great. We got it done. How about you?
0: Cool. Uh, getting back to something that I've been doing that I've been planning from since last year was just this podcast. Yeah. Right. I I had the equipment since late 2019, and since early January of this year, I was talking about doing a podcast and. And things like that and it was so nerve-wracking for me and I didn't know what to do with it and it got to a point and you some of you may have listened to the first podcast with my wife it got to the point where my wife who was an introvert suggested that she would be happy to help me Mm
2: -hmm.
0: with the podcast so that I didn't have any more quote-unquote excuses Mm -hmm. to not do it and um, that basically opened up the doors to to um, where we're at right now. So, um, I'm glad that I followed through with it. It's still kind of a nerve wracking learning experience, but it's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: Nice. Cool. You did it.
0: I did it for now. (laughs) I think this is, this is mine, right? Number
1: 15. I don't know. Lost track. I'll go. What's the type of technology you've integrated into your life this year and it's working out well for you? I think you, we kind of covered, um, some of us covered this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could easily say that it's the iPhone. Um, I would say that, um, I mean, aside from, from the, the iPhone, I'm learning a lot of new platforms within the internet that, that have been really helpful um you know I've got the pod or the um platform to do the podcast Mm
2: -hmm. and then
0: I also have um the website that that I have so there's a number of different um types of software that I'm using that I um I'm glad that I immerse myself into it and I feel like I because I'm getting a lot of compliments on it and I think that they're they're coming off really really good that um it's been working out for me nice what about you
1: Hmm. Technology. Uh, I'll say right now, Instagram. Does that count? Um, yeah. I've been, there's something I've always been not, not loved, which is kind of not acting. That's not really the right word, but I'm very good at speaking on a topic of expertise and talking about myself um, but I've been using as Instagram as a platform to um, connect with others and find an audience um, of people looking forward to changing their lives and changing their careers, right? So learning how to use it, uh, putting myself out there, and uh, maybe 10 years too late. I'm always late to the party, but um, it's been fun and it's been getting a little bit of traction, so
0: Cool. Keep it going. You might have to teach me about Instagram and stuff. Maybe, <laughs> I'm still learning. I'll do my best. So. <laughs> All right. Uh your the next question is number 18. How did your self-perception change this year? In what ways have you started to see yourself more positively than you did previously? Oh yeah. So
1: um this might get a little, hopefully not too much information for some, but so I had my third baby last year in July and I had my first two kids really close together and it kind of put a toll on my, put a toll on my body. Is that the right phrase? Yeah. It was, it was a lot. Um, they were kind of back to back and I had back issues and other issues that made, um, working out very difficult. And I actually convinced myself that I was just never going to run again. And I was never going to do CrossFit. I was never going to do I wasn't going to do anything where I had to move fast (laughs) or how I explain it, have both feet off the ground at the same time, which is the Mm -hmm. rule I kind of followed to not injure myself for years since I started having kids. And I really focused over the past year and a half or so on um, taking things a little bit slower and doing the right type of exercise and really building back my strength and, I can now do things that I, I'm stronger in some ways than before I started having kids. Um, I can, I run and I can do pull-ups and push-ups and I can jump without being in pain. And um, so I now feel like, sure, pregnancies have still impacted my body. I don't look the same as I did, you know, before I started having kids, but um, I'm really strong and I, I'm proud of the body that I'm in not just for how it looks, but for what it does.
0: Cool. That's great. What, um, when did you come into that realization?
1: I had a, a little bit earlier this year. I, um, I was doing a workout program with this awesome trainer that I really love. Um, Abby, you can follow her at Abby D wellness on Instagram. And I just realized like I could do everything that the plan said and Mm. I didn't have to make a million modifications and I wasn't in pain and, um, just kind of dawned on me like, Oh shit, I can, I'm fine. Like I'm just a regular, I'm good. (laughs) So that was great. (laughs) What about you? That's
0: awesome. Um, how did my self-perception change this year? I mean, I'm always going to go back to just starting the business. I think mm-hmm. um, a lot of us get into our grooves and then we tend to just uh, stay stagnant or comfortable with with our performance and, and how we do. And so my self-perception changed this year when, you know, obviously I pursued this business and it stretched me because, you know, I feel like I was kind of like an overachiever or, you know, mm-hmm. wanted to do things well. And even in the job that you're in, when you're doing well, sometimes it becomes so natural that you don't have to work as hard. You still get the same results.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, so I, I thought to myself, is there anything more to myself than just just the job that, am I, that I'm in? And um, the performance that is already been expected of me and how I produce. And when, as soon as I got into this, th- running my own business, that, you know, that answered the question really fast because mm-hmm. uh, there's no way that I could slack off. There's no way that I could, um, you know, just, just go with a mediocre type of uh, service or, or effort to things right. because it'll show. Yep. Right. And and so um if I feel like I was glad to put myself in this position and to see that I still have the skills and um willingness, determination, grit, whatever you want to call it, to, to keep pushing forward. Yep. Um and and that's definitely made me feel a lot better about myself and you know what my prospects are for, for the years to come.
1: Nice. Yeah. Great. Hey, last question. Right.
0: You did it. Last question. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so I would answer this first, right?
1: Sure. All right. How was, <laughs> <laughs> how has what you enjoy shifted this year? For instance, you're enjoying staying at home more and going out or traveling less. That couldn't be more appropriate for 2020, uh, even though uh, this was written in 2018.
0: <laughs> yeah, very timely. I think that, that, that is a big thing um i have honestly enjoyed spending more time at home
2: mm-hmm.
0: um not going out as much uh, my my previous my previous work has allowed me to travel a lot of different places make, meet some new connections and i think that was great mm-hmm. and i also like socializing and going out hanging out and stuff like that but obviously with the pandemic that's um not as easy to do and i've actually enjoyed Spending the time at home, spending the time with my wife, um, just, you know, being able to improve the things that we have invested in, in um, you know, in our homes and, and stuff like that. So that has actually been a surprise and it's been helpful. The downside, I would say, is that um, I don't know how to socialize anymore because I spend so much time
1: at home yeah.
0: <laughs> stuff like that. Totally.
1: So. I don't know how to get dressed. Yesterday
0: yeah I
2: went to a
1: very very small christmas dinner basically and um and i like attempted to put on regular clothes and it just didn't work i'm like none of this works together i don't even know and i just gave yeah. up and i put on my athleisure outfit and i'm like i'm sorry but this is what i'm gonna be wearing
0: and it worked out right
1: it was fun. i mean it it was what it was gonna be so i let it i immediately let it go like this is what i'm wearing
0: yeah yeah Cool. well I don't, I don't know if that was the answer to this question but if not how has what you enjoy shifted this year
1: Oh not wearing regular clothes that has been great
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, yeah I think kind of same like I'm on the, I love to be out like if even with having small kids like I still manage to go before all this you know go out play golf go out to dinner just you know, balance being away and being with them and even with them going out all the time. And now I just um, really just enjoy like keeping it simple and being close to home and keeping us safe. And, and I actually enjoy it like every now and then I get antsy, but for the most part, I like it and I don't really want to go anywhere. So that's been, that's been a big surprise.
0: It's a different appreciation, I think Mm -hmm. about what you currently have, you know, so um this is great i, I don't know what you thought I, I thought it was a cool exercise to do yeah, um it was. obviously there were we only went through 10 of the 20 questions but depending on the time that you have for for the folks listening at home like i said we're going to put this on on the yeah. details of the podcast so you can refer to it um but it, it is i would think that it's helpful for your, for folks to kind of really appreciate how the year really has been rather than depending on what the news is telling you to say or what your Facebook posts are saying about how shitty the year is and stuff like right. that, you know?
1: I think it kind of forced so. us into saying, like, these are the things that we have achieved. Um, and sometimes right. it can be hard. I kind of bringing it back a little bit about, like, if you're prepping for an interview or trying to update your resume, like, sometimes when I work with people, I'm sure this happens to you, David, as well, people will be like, I don't know, I didn't do anything. I just did my normal job or... I don't know, I don't remember anything, but sometimes just having those questions, um, which is why it's helpful to work with a coach or why it's helpful to go, you know, take a course, um, can really, you'll, it will dawn on you. Like, and that's what always happens. My clients will be like, well, of course I can answer those questions. And then suddenly you yeah. have a ton. So whether you're thinking about your goals or you're doing some prep for your career um, or any area of your life, sometimes it can just be helpful truly David to have. And what, how you set this up, I think was perfect force you into answering a question rather than starting with a blank page
0: right right no yeah no so I, w- I would say definitely let's um we strongly encourage you you guys and it's not just this there's a number of different lists out there that you can help reflect the point is that there's you take the opportunity to reflect mm-hmm. um it's the whole thing about like you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been mm-hmm. um and you know, I, I think especially now is a great time to reflect on that. Um, I'm also gonna include a link to some questions about how to um, uh, move forward when you're stuck. I think, you know, people tend to think that the, the uh, beginning of a year is where they can, you know, start planning their goals and things like that. And so there's a number of different questions from a Forbes article that I'm gonna also include here just to take it a step further, um, but great insight. Thanks, Carmel, for sharing, um, you know, as always. Um, anything else that you wanted to share?
1: Nope, I think we've covered, it up, covered enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Until the next episode. Hey, we really appreciate you guys um, listening. Uh, I keep r- forgetting to mention our socials on here, uh, but to, to reach out to Carmel, it's carmel at theeveryperson.com.
1: Yep. And same goes for Instagram. Follow us. It's, it's fun.
0: Follow Carmel on Instagram. Um, I'm still working my way on there. Uh, and then for me, I am David at HilarioCoachingAndConsulting.com. Sorry that it's a long email, but I'm sure you, you'll figure it out. Yep. All right. Um, until next time, thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a happy holiday season and we will talk to you later. See ya bye